0: Love Talk Radio.
1: And all, you are joining us live right here on Infinite Love Talk Radio on Blog Talk. And, of course, that is our most favorite spot to hang out each and every Saturday at 5 p.m.
2: Yes, babe, that's right. We welcome you to join us in our conversation by calling 347-215-8305 anytime throughout the show. Or you can always go into our chat room and join us there as well anytime while we are on the air.
1: And guess what, folks? We are changing up the way we're doing it here on our show. We are going to turn up the heat, so to speak, and bring, it all, bring you all the special surprises. You know, the ones that we've been talking about and telling you guys. So, starting with our first show in April, get ready to experience what we have in store for you.
2: And check it out. We will be welcoming a very special guest, as we have been all the time. So, just stay tuned and check out who that might be.
1: Oh, most definitely, everybody, and guess what? You know what we're talking about today. We're talking about abuse, people, all kinds of it. Abuse does not just come in the realm of physical, either. There is mental abuse, emotional abuse, and many, many others.
2: That's right, babe. Abuse refers to the use or treatment of some something a person, item, substance, concept, or vocabulary that is harmful. It can be classed by the target of abuse or the type of abuse. And here are some forms of this type
1: of behavior. That's right, emotional abuse, you guys. This one, folks, it's a stinger, okay, for real. No one ever wants this kind of abuse either. I mean, no abuse is acceptable. But for this one, it cuts deep. It leaves emotional scars and causes years and sometimes a lifetime of pain. You would definitely feel this one in your soul.
2: No question about it, baby. Emotional abuse is definitely a hard thing to deal with. You also have child abuse. And while no form of abuse whatsoever is okay, this particular uh, abuse is disturbing as well because it is on children who oftentimes have no choice. And there's nothing more loving than a child, and it's hard when child abuse comes into play. And to jump on that, also there is mental abuse. Ever been trying to be nice to someone and they play what they call head games with you? Well, mental abuse is one of the worst kind to be re- on the receiving end of, and it hurts just as much as any other kind of abuse.
1: And that's right. My husband said it right there. It is a very, very serious form of abuse. I know we haven't jumped on the physical part yet. We're going to save that one for last. Well, next, we got work related abuse. Now, this form of abuse comes in so many ways, like for instance, you're working at your job and your boss doesn't really dig you okay and they pile the work on and then they ask you for this impossible unthinkable time frame of getting it done and it's just a pit you know but I hear it from my girlfriends I hear from people in the workplace and you know I'm nothing against jobs and and bosses and supervisors and all of that that's all great we all need to work and help with the economy but at the same time that's one of the reasons why I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur and never really wanted to work for anyone because i just cannot deal with that i'm a, I, my husband as well we are very kind and given people and we want to be appreciated just like anybody else but at the same time we're not going to give you anything we're not willing to accept so that type of abuse really really also burns deep too yeah. and then you know we'll jump right into physical abuse that is the utmost and when you talk about abuse everyone knows right off the bat okay somebody is either domestic violence or somebody is physically being harmed and that is the one that is just unacceptable. And it's more and more the, the, you know, you're hearing about it more in the news. You know, the rates of people getting killed from it have skyrocketed. And domestic abuse is not just with your mate. I know that's what they call it. But, you know, you've got uh, colleges, you've got students, you know, killing their classmates and so on and so forth because they say they really kind of characterize domestic abuse with someone you're living with or you're spending time with daily or on a regular basis. Well, wouldn't you look at that as a form of domestic
2: abuse, honey? Yes, I definitely would. And, you know, it, it's funny because, well, it's actually not funny, but That's I'm just right. saying that That when you look at all these different types of abuses, the abuser usually probably has something like this in their past they thought they were involved in, and all of a sudden the cycle becomes one with life. You have to break it at some time, and that's when we were talking earlier about getting help and trying to make sure that you uh, are stopping that type of behavior if you're having it. This is, uh, it's a cycle that can go on and on from one thing to the next.
1: That's right. And a lot of times, like my husband said, people grow up with that. You know, um, there is also the situation where you grow up seeing abuse and you grow up to be totally opposite, or you might even join some type of organization or you know um, a charity to help people that's going through it because you're so far against it because you saw it growing up but a lot of times oftentimes um... you know sometimes the media can say well most of the time in the african-american community you're seeing abuse a lot more but it's everywhere and it's different forms and you know it's unfortunate some people you know they take it even further and they kill their their perspective other or friend or whoever it is that um, is involved in the relationship or friendship or whatever you whatever you ha- you know want to call it, but it's just it's something that's unacceptable. And I know we all get angry. I know everybody out there has you know times when you are like, oh, my God, I could just slap him or I could just kill him," and not meaning that, but just a form of getting your aggression out, and you may say something that you don't mean, but, you know, as a prime example, we know someone, we won't name names, but we know someone that happened to be in school, um, you know, in, in high school, and they got angry at a friend of theirs, a close friend of theirs, and said the words, I'm going to shoot this person or I'm going to kill him." and, you know, unfortunately, they um,
2: were expelled. Were from expelled. From That's right, baby. Those are the type of things I really think that uh, the schools and different Mm -hmm. organizations really have to start taking a a stand on because those aren't idle threats, and you can't take them as idle threats because if someone is – saying that and thinking that the next thing is what, baby? It's action.
1: It's action, that's right, as my husband said. And right now, we are gonna, we want to tell you again, jump in the conversation. Call us at 347-215-8305 and join Infinite Love Talk Radio on Blog Talk. We're your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie, and I want to take a, a minute to let you guys hear a song by one of the artists on John Rothfire Records, which is our label. His name is Bobby Tinsley, and he is a strong advocate for helping people that's involved in domestic violence. This song is titled Priceless. And I will be letting you hear it momentarily. Here we go. All you got to do is go to MySpace.com forward slash Bobby Tinsley. That is spelled B-O-B-B-Y-T-I-N-S as in Sam, L-E-Y. And you can listen to it as many times as you want. It's a beautiful song. I I encourage everybody, go download it. Help him support the organization he's working with on behalf of domestic violence. You can also email us. We'll give you more information. Or go to our MySpace and email us, MySpace.com forward slash jackie and doug infinite love again you're chilling with us on infinite love talk radio your host doug and jackie christie and that number to call in is what 347-215-8305 folks but let's face it all kinds of abuse needs to be dealt with and there's professionals out there that are willing and can help you we want to share with you a few hotlines and some websites that you can contact if you find yourself in that situation or you know someone else that is in that situation. Here we go. Child Help, Inc., and you can reach them at 1-800-4453. I'm sorry. Again, that's 1-800-422-4453.
2: You can also try 888-7HELPLINE, and that is 888-743-574.
1: Again, that is Child Help, Inc., 1-800-422-4453.
2: And 7 Helpline, 888-743-5754.
1: Loveisrespect.org. It's a national teen hotline and help center. You can reach them at 866-331-9474.
2: That's right, babe. And there are also websites that you can go to for help and information about abuse
1: definitely and let's start off y'all with www.dahm as in money w as in world.org and that is the domestic abuse hotline for men and women i repeat that www is in dog a is in apple h is in henry m is in money w is in world.org
2: also, you can go to www.childhelp.org. Again, that's www.childhelp.org.
1: Most definitely, the next one that we have is loveisrespect.org, and it's just like it sounds: www.love l o v e is i s respect.org. And there's many more places online you can find by going to Google.com and typing into the search box what you're looking for, and we just want to let you know, we could go into this topic and this subject and spend a whole hour talking about it. Basically, it's just not right. Okay, no abuse is okay. No abuse is excusable, and no abuse is acceptable. It's just not. A person that inflicts abuse on others really should take a step back and get help and also dig deep inside of themselves and ask themselves, is this really the kind of person that I want to be?
2: That's right, baby. And to all the people out there that find themselves in an abusive relationship, work environment, or whatever it may be, please seek help and don't make excuses for the abuser, for they also need to get help. And you really don't want to find yourself in any, any type of dangerous situation.
1: And that's most definitely, as my husband said, you don't want to find out too late. If you you see the signs, you don't see signs of a person that's abusive... You know, it a you know, verbal, a subtle verbal thing. Say you get into a misunderstanding and they want to call you out your name and, you know, it escalates. One minute you're, you know, a cow and then it becomes a B-I-T-C-H and then it continues on. Those are all signs you might want to, you know, look at this person and, and, and understand that if you are going to deal with them, you have to deal with them kind of differently than a person that's not does not have abusive tendencies. Hopefully you can get them some help, you can get help or, you know, um, you don't find yourself in that situation other type of symptoms or you know ideas and clues that you can get is if they're physical if they're grabbing you and they can't express their anger in a different way other than being physical that's a, a serious sign you need to look at and if you have children in the home you really have to decide on if that's something that you really want them growing up seeing because they don't have a choice as my husband said earlier in the show it's unfortunate when children are being abused and even though if they're not being physically abused they're being mentally and emotionally abused if their parents or some significant other living in the home is that way say for instance a woman meets a guy and it's not the biological father and they're in a relationship and they're violent with each other the kids see that not only is it teaching them learned bad behavior it's also hardening them towards the fact that violence you know, eventually they're going to be hard, and they might go out and commit that same thing. They may get in a situation where they end up in jail for a long time or the rest of their lives, or they kill someone. You have to think about all that kind of stuff. And if you feel that you have an anger problem that's so out of control, the best thing to do is either get counseling or read up on it. There's books that can help. And sometimes just digging inside of yourself and saying, why am I being this way, really um, can help a lot too. And, you know, talking to the person and, and you know, Trying not to get into situations that escalate to that level. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but we, you know, right here on Infinite Love Talk Radio with Doug and Jackie, your host, we're trying to make sure that everybody out there understands, like we said before, there's no excuse for it. It's not acceptable. It's not appreciated. And basically, it's not cute to be a violent, abusive, um, belligerent, angry sort of person. Everybody gets mad. Everybody loses their temper. But it's one thing to. Say some words or write a a hostile email that states how upset you are in a diplomatic way than to cuss someone out or use foul language in a way towards hurting someone, especially someone you say you care about or you love. Right, Peggy?
2: That is correct, and and especially when you're dealing with, like my wife said, dealing with the children. They have no no uh, say in the matter so if they're around that type of situation it can make them inverted you can see different things at school all of a sudden they can get bad grades and different stuff It
3: can scare
2: them also because you know they might not be brave enough to speak out and tell their parents that, you know this type of behavior isn't good and, and I really don't like it so you, you have to know that the children are our next adults in the world and we have to raise them and try to show them the right things to do and the type of people to Be so. If you're in that type of relationship, please get help. And uh, if you got children, love them and take care of them, and try to show them the right things to do.
1: Oh, most definitely. And guess what? In the news and hot topics. Check this out. Speaking of abuse, cops say man handcuffed and bitten by his ex. Fairfield, Connecticut, March 24th. A woman attempting to reconcile with her estranged husband. Handcuffed him, <laughs> handcuffed herself to him as he slept, and then bit him on his torso and arms as he phoned for help. Police said, Helen Soon, <laughs> 37 years old, told police, and I'm not laughing because I don't condone this, but I'm just, I'm just surprised because she must really, really love him. She wanted to have a conversation with Robert Drawble without him leaving in the middle of it, so she changed the locks on their bedroom door. And while he was sleeping on Monday, handcuffed herself to him, authorities said. She was trying to get his attention. Now, that is abuse in, in every which way, and I'm sure if the police got involved, they probably came and made, a, made an arrest. Um, if she just would have handcuffed herself and didn't bite him, I would say, oh, she really loves him and she wanted to talk to her husband. But the biting is not condoned, so folks out there, don't do it.
2: I'm not going to touch that one.
1: I know. Okay, missing woman found
2: dead in home. Relatives of Eunice Workman had no idea where the elderly woman had gone when they reported her missing wow. seven years ago. Then finally they found her under a pile of debris in her home. Workman's daughters were cleaning out the two-story North Oakland home Wednesday when they discovered the body. Her remains were in a second-floor bedroom. Workmen had lived in the house for a decade before she was she went missing. Authorities plan to conduct an autopsy and determine the cause of death. So declutterize. that's what I'll say there, and that is really unfortunate. But it's glad that they found her because now they can put her
1: to rest, no question. Oh, most definitely. That is so sad, and our prayers and hearts go out to her. Next, we have a woman claims to be 130 years old. You got that right, folks. A Kazakhstan woman celebrated her birthday on Friday, and her family claims it was quite the milestone. They say she is 130 years old. Sehan Dostoevo's passport and identity card does show her date of birth as March 27, 1879, (laughs) but she does not have a birth certificate because they didn't exist back when she said she was born. If she is 130, Dashava would shatter the record for the world's oldest person. A French woman named Jeanine Calment is the oldest documented person in history, dying at the age of 122 in 1977 or 1997, excuse me. One of Silva's 35 grandchildren told the Associated Press that Silva grew up in an orphan, married and had 10 children seven of which died from cold and hunger. Her husband was killed over a bundle of wood, she said. So that's what one of her grandchildren said. But this is fantastic. If she is 130 years old, wow, congrats to her. And it just lets you know that you can live for a long time. That's almost two lifetimes, babe. Wow, and
2: and then some change. That is really, really incredible. And uh, I wonder what she's eating.
3: Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs)
2: um, Retail's changing space. Within the last year... There have been a flurry of announcements from Mm -hmm. retailers that they are closing stores, slowing expansion plans, and ceasing operations all together. From Starbucks and Taylor to Pier 1, we rounded up the largest retailers and the latest retailers that are closing their stores and their doors for you, and here are... Three that I know you know. Pier One Imports, the home decorating store, announced that it expects to close more than 80 stores over the next fiscal year. Wow! Also, isn't that something, baby? They they were all over the place at 80 stores. That is that. I mean, that's so many. That's more than one estate. So.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, how often did we all go to Pier 1 Imports? And um, I mean, me and you, we love it. I yeah. mean, and they're closing. St- oh, my goodness. Isn't that hm. something? Yes.
2: Also, you got Starbucks. After years of ambitious expansion, oh coffee God. retailer Starbucks announced in July 2008 that it would close more than 600 oh, U.S.
1: stores. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, now that's is, news, you guys. That is something else. 600 stores, Starbucks is closing. Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. Get out there and get your frappuccinos, um, like, real fast. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to tell you, baby. They, uh, and on uh, January 28th, Starbucks said it would close an additional 300 stores, so that is just a uh, just a staggering number because all those stores are in the United States, and Starbucks is pretty much worldwide. So, also we have Macy's on January eighth. After one of the worst holiday seasons in decades, Macy's announced it will close eleven stores. The department store operator, which runs more than eight hundred and ten Macy's wow. stores, also operates the Bloomingdale chain, and they had three. Uh, $30 million in a loss. So,
1: gotta uh, be.
2: No, I'm not kidding. That's uh, that's what they got going on, and it, it is a bad thing. So check it, it out. It most
1: definitely is, you guys. And these are all stores that we've all come to love. So we wish the best, but you better make sure that you're checking on all the stores you like out there so you can go and get some of the liquidations because they're going to have a lot of stuff on sale, a lot of stuff on clearance, and, um, you know, it's, it's just a good time. I hate to say that because of the economy, but it's a good time. To, um, make sure that you're uh, going out there and getting, getting whatever uh, you like, and make sure that you're checking, you know, call, check the internet, go to Google, type in your favorite stores, and just keep your eyes and ears open for that.
2: No question. And now, with no further ado, we want to welcome a very special guest, Roscoe Umali, the hottest MC in the game. Roscoe began his journey into the realm of emceeing by shaking party crowds and introducing his high-energy style to the club circuit throughout Southern California. As he continued to perfect his craft, his scope and exposure broadened throughout the world while battling some of the best MCs in his hometown of Los Angeles all the way to places such as London, Spain, and Korea. Undeniably, his highly anticipated upcoming release Homegrown MC brings together the holy trinity of the art of MCing by combining heat seeking battle verses, crowd moving club bangers, and a new fondness for the art of storytelling. To the delight of his fans, it is Roscoe's storytelling qualities that truly shine on this full length album. On songs such as Rhyme State and Keep Grinding, the precious Filipino breaks through with elaborate verses of his life experiences not shown in party scenes and rap Mm battlegrounds and is a representation of his full evolution as a complete MC. In home ground MC Roscoe Umali delivers much needed food for thought for the starving fans of hip hop's current diluted state. Throughout his journey, Roscoe, supports his family, and graduates at the top of his class from UCLA, wow. arming his rhymes and creating a lethal combination of knowledge from the streets and much more. That's power right there, baby. And, Roscoe, are you with us?
4: Yeah, yeah. What's going on?
2: <laughs> What's happening with hey. you, man? That is, that's that's <laughs> some serious stuff right there. I love to hear it. How you doing?
4: Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. Just glad to be on the show. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. We're pumped up.
2: There you go. We we got a little rain here in the northwest, but we we are we're, we're hanging though. We we love Southern California, no doubt. What well, we want to know first and foremost, can you tell our listeners about the new album Homegrown MC? It sounds hot.
4: Oh yeah, man. The the new album's coming out. You know, we had a, a great success last year. We had the number one independent record in the country, a record called Live It Up, featuring uh, Bobby Valentino and E Forty. So that did great for us, um, and then, you know, we've we just we really been blessed to with a lot of great artists, anybody from, uh, you know, Cody O'Donis and Akon and his camp, all the way to, you know, Pitbull and Talib Kwali, I think this album got a little bit of something for everybody.
2: No question about it. Those names, those are some powerful names, and later on in the show, I'm going to give you another name, too, but I'm not going to get into that right now because that sounds like some power
1: Awesome. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Our fans is out here, they're going crazy. They want to know, what made you decide to MC.
4: Oh, uh, I mean, it was always something. I was just drawn to the music. Fantastic. No.
1: Now, Hello? Yeah, yeah, we're still here.
2: Can you, are, can oh, you yeah, hear us?
4: Yeah, yeah, I, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what made me want to get into it is, uh, you know, I was always attracted to the culture. You know, my, my uncle would come from New York on the East Coast, and he'd come with his big you know, boom box and just run DMC tapes and play it as a kid. And so those were some of my fa- uh, fondest memories, and it was something that I wanted to partake in.
2: You know, I was I was reading the bio, and the, the word that jumped out at me was storytelling, and one of the best storytellers was Slick Rick. Uh, what are some of the people that, that truly inspire you in, in the hip-hop game?
4: Well, you know, growing up on the West Coast, I always looked up to artists out here like, you know, E-40 was always somebody that we, we followed, you know, the whole N.W.A. scene, like uh, Farside. I was really a product of L.A. hip-hop, and, you know, that's where I grew up Grew up in.
2: No, no question about it. We've had some of the best and brightest on the left coast, no doubt about it. Now, yeah. when, when you talk about UCLA, what did you study at
4: UCLA? Oh, I was a history major and an Asian American Studies double major. So you know, I did my thing there. You know, uh, graduated school, top of my class, then went on to the business world. You know, I even ran a couple sales companies and a mortgage company. And one day, I just woke up and realized, you know, it, uh, you know, I, I have to follow my dreams. So even though we did well in business, we switched it over. We switched it over to uh, to to music because uh, that's that's what made us happy.
2: No question about it, well, knowledge through song is so powerful and i, I heard you mention talib he 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 brings it uh most deaf k r s one Pac, uh brother j there's so many that are are spitting knowledge and letting us know what's going on in not only like you said in in history but in the present at the same time in your in your album, can we look forward to a lot of that?
4: yeah, absolutely, I think you'll get a lot of that. you're gonna get. The classic MC and hip hop storytelling, uh, uh, you know, reminiscent of the golden age in hip hop. You are gonna get the party jams that's on the radio, and uh, you know, you you might even get some battle verses as well. You know, I, I really wanted to deliver a well-rounded album, reminiscent of the albums I grew up to listening to in hip hop. No question about it. Oh, my God,
1: it. I can't wait for this album to come out. I'm buying four of them. I'm giving them all, <laughs> all <laughs> my girlfriends, everybody listening to Roscoe. you got to get the album. I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. I want to know about these hot tennis shoes that you got on your website. These is hot.
4: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were kind enough to, uh, I mean, Vlado Footwear. Um, they're the ones, the makers of the shoe we enter you know entered into a business relationship cuz i think these days rappers they they really got to they got to ver- be versatile as far as their business portfolio. They can't just do the music, they got to do the merchandise and the shoes and you know we might be doing it on a smaller more independent level but you know i took the cue from guys like Jay-Z, 50 Cent that are not only masters of their craft as far as MCs and artists but they're also masters of how to market themselves and merchandise and whatnot. So we put together the shoes. We wanted to do a limited run only available on my website, and they were so popular we ran out the first uh, volume one, so we're going to have those volume twos coming out soon as well.
1: Fantastic. Oh, my God. You guys can go to which is umali, com and pick you up some. You just got to go there and go to the store and you'll see them. I'm going to yep, find
2: some absolutely. 14s, Roscoe. I got a big foot, but I need some of those, big man. Yeah, man.
4: <laughs> hey, up. man, I, I, I've been a big fan of yours, my dude. I, I don't know, ever since you was in Pepperdine and came to the Lakers, you know. We we will we, we'll forget about the Sacramento days, but <laughs>
0: I he came that, right man. out,
4: my dude. He was a big fan of you.
0: <laughs> no question. I appreciate it, man. But, you know, it, Roscoe, it's so,
2: it's so refreshing to hear somebody speak Speak about so many different, if you want to call, you know, poker's in the fire from the, the aspect of speaking about something to hip-hop, to business, to education, to everything that you're doing. And I really, truly think um, for my wife and I that we take our hat off because the youth really need to see that because it sounds like that you're really sending a powerful message, not just music and just shaking and dancing, which is part of it, but something else that is much stronger, and we truly appreciate that.
4: Absolutely, man. Thank you very much for the support. And you know, I'm a citizen of the world, and I'm just trying to have that come through in my music as well.
1: Fantastic. Do you have any charities that you're involved with, Roscoe?
4: Um, yeah, I'm involved with um, the Apple Foundation, uh, put together by Apple Diap from the Black Eyed Peas. Um, you know, he, he's also a countryman, just like myself, or the Philippines. So we try to do all we can to give back to those less fortunate back home where we're from, the Philippines.
1: That's beautiful. Everybody, you go to the Apple Foundation. Do they have a website?
4: Um, I think you can check them out at the com if I'm not mistaken. But um, you can always find updates from us. We're always doing charitable events for that foundation.
1: Fantastic. And do you have a MySpace, Roscoe? They are asking
4: you this. Absolutely. It's MySpace.com forward slash Roscoe, R-O-S-C-O-E. So it's real simple. They can come check it out. Um, you know, we was the number one independent group. On MySpace for a while, so I do a real good job of responding back to the fans and and getting their feedback.
1: Oh, this is off the chain! What other projects do you have out?
4: Uh, right now, we have our mixtapes that are out. They're called the I Love My DJs Volumes, hosted by DJ Warrior. Um, you know, we just did a bunch of original tracks with a lot of artists that we mess with, a lot of the aforementioned artists that we have on our album. You know, along with some of the legends that's on there. We've been very fortunate. Uh, The people have caught on to our our movement and embraced our music. So, you know, some of the great artists that I grew up listening to are on the albums and collaborations with us. So make sure you check it out. We got tons of uh, Internet exposure from YouTube to all the shows that we've done, high schools. Uh, It's been really great, and we're really blessed.
1: This is fantastic. Do you perform? Because we definitely want to bring you out. We do a lot of different functions, and we, we now that we know about you and know you out there, we got to bring you out
4: for sure. Oh, absolutely. That's that's where we really touch the fans, because you know it's been great, and uh, you know with the internet you can touch a whole lot more fans, but it's nothing like getting in front of, in front of a crowd and and performing. And we've been very fortunate. We just opened up for Ti down in San Diego, his last his last performance. Uh, we did that. And you know we've been on numerous runs ourselves. We've been on tour, so we're always we're always looking to travel and, and touch the fans. Oh, that's
2: awesome. Well, you know that uh, they they always say that hip hop is uh, truly. I think that hip hop has changed the world. But when you, when you talk about London, Spain, Korea, how did they receive you? You know, DJing and doing your thing was it was it well received? What was it like?
4: Well, you know what? To be honest with you, I really got my start uh, doing music overseas. A lot of people don't know I started producing, and I produced for a group out there which ended up being the very first, like, big hip-hop act out in Korea. Uh, They went multi-platinum, and we we were really the ones responsible for their sound. And, um, you know, we we would have done a, a lot of production here in my home, L.A., So once we finished the album and it was time to go on tour, I I would go out to the the cities and be in Korea, Japan, and just the love that they have for the music, it really just made me realize that that hip-hop is is a culture, man, it's something that's touched the entire world, and um, you know what I mean? So it's not just bound by, you know, American boundaries, it's big all over the place because it's just it just has that kind of effect on people. So to go out and travel to Japan and and Spain and London and 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 uh, and Korea and whatnot and and see uh, just how much the culture has touched them out there, it, it just it just inspired me. So you know that's part of the reason why I really went back and, and kind of wanted to craft my own uh, my own niche.
1: Oh, that's awesome! That is fantastic. Yeah. Dang. we could keep you on here the whole hour, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Roscoe Umali. You got to check him out. Go to www.roscoeumali.com r o s c o e u m a l i. dot com or myspace. dot com forward slash Roscoe. Got to check out all the different projects he's got going on. I told you guys, his shoes is hot. His album's getting ready to be off the chain. So make sure you keep him, you know, in your in in your vision and. Support everything he's doing. We're going to bring you out. And again, thank you for coming on the show, Roscoe.
4: Absolutely. It's my pleasure. You guys have a blessed day.
2: No question. Thank you, Roscoe. Again, check him out, the homegrown MCLA, Mr. Filipino himself, Roscoe Umali.
1: Thank you, Roscoe. And everybody, thank you all. you welcome. Right into the lifestyle tips. We got some great things for you. Baby, what you got?
2: Well, uh, you know what? We're going to take it old school. You remember they used to put pins on their jackets and different things? Well, if you need to spice up your clothes a little bit, you know, re-energize what you got going on. Go out, get yourself some patches, all different kinds. Put them here <laughs> and there on your clothes. Spice your clothes up. Give them some. Don't throw them, Give those clothes away. Those clothes are still good to spice them up. <laughs>
1: And <laughs> next we got sugar-free, low-calorie snacks. Now, okay, if you're a sugar junkie like I am, mm, you're probably mm. saying no to this one, but I'm going to tell you guys there's really there's some really good stuff out there because for instance, like you can get the low-calorie or the sugar-free snacks on the market, um Big Newtons, you know, they're chewy, they're good, they're cookies for people that like cookies. They taste wonderful. You know, they got jelly beans that's fat-free on the market. You can have those. Um, there's one particular thing, and I told you guys about this before, and they're called dibs. <laughs> my husband's laughing because his friend got us addicted to those things. I, had, I didn't know about them until one day he brought them, and we were like, oh, what's these? And me and our son, Douglas, Tasted them and we just, I mean, oh, my God, we eat, like, cat cartons of them. We get mad when they don't have the boxes with the individual packs <laughs> because they keep you from eating too many. If you get the pack, you know only can have one pack. I can't, like, overindulge. But if you open up the carton, then you reach in and get a handful before you know that you ate the whole box. No, so Christ. those are good. Now, those are not low-calorie. Um, they, they should come out with a version. So if anybody out there is affiliated with that company and you're listening, make sure you tell them that we're eating a lot of them and we need some fat-free versions. (laughs) Stop it.
2: Yes, (laughs) fat-free versions (laughs) of dim.
1: No, really, though. You can get ice cream that's low-calorie. You can go get some dryers, and it's called Dryer's Grand Light, if you like vanilla or any other flavor that you want.
2: No question about it. Well, I'm going to take that healthful approach to snacks, and I'm going to swing it to the other end. And for those people out there, raw foods, vegetables, fruits, nuts, try to make it a quarter of your diet. That's just a quarter. You've got three quarters left to go, and you can do what you want with it. But one quarter, try some raw fruit, uh, food, excuse me. Vegetables, fruits, nuts. The energy that you receive will be great, and also it will help your digestion. <laughs> that is raw food. Take it to the other <laughs> end of the
1: spectrum. Okay, everybody. Next, we got MySpace. For those of you that have been waiting to get yourself a MySpace page but have hesitated, wait no more. you got to get connected as you can set it up however you want and post all your business info there and any products you have to market and so on. Now, the people out there that's just getting MySpaces to just put pictures of themselves up there, I mean, you know, don't look at their pages and think, oh, my God, i got to have all this stuff on it. Nope, you can make it as simple and, and professional and easy as you want, or you can just put the hype songs on there, whatever your likes and dislikes, whatever you want to share with the public, you can put up there, and it's free to do a MySpace. Now, they say you aren't supposed to have more than one, but I know a couple people that got like 30 of them. What? And um, they just change their name and just keep making all these MySpace pages. We have one, and you should check us out at um, myspace.com. Um, Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love. Again, that's myspace.com. Jackie, J C K E and A and D, Doug, D O U G.
2: <laughs> infinite love,
1: still infinite love for me.
2: baby. <laughs> I N F I N I T E L O V E. That's okay. infinite love.
1: That's right.
2: And of course, that is your space because it is my space. And we hope that all of those tips will help you guys out in some shape, form, or fashion.
1: Yes, most definitely. We sure do. And we welcome your ideas and tips anytime right here on the show so don't hesitate to call us or write us anytime you can call us at 888-733-7105 that is a voicemail so leave us whatever kind of message you want but if you cuss at us I won't track you down
3: no I'm
1: just kidding no you can definitely call us at 888-733-7105 or you can um, call us while we're on the air on any Saturday at 5pm and you can talk to Jackie Doug or The Wizzle And you can reach us at 347-215-8305, again, 347-215-8305, or email us, www.myspace.com, Jackie and Doug, Infinite Love, or you can go to our show's message box right here and send us a message. People will be able to see that one, though, so make sure you keep it discreet.
2: No question. Hey, hey. Now we always <laughs> like to feed your mind and tantalize your soul with some good poetry
1: and spoken words. Most definitely and I would kind
3: of come. Know, I had to do something me. for my fellas right
1: now. I wanna do something that I already did before because I just can't get enough for this one. I'm gonna share with you guys a poem by the Miss lovely Maya Angelo. And it's titled Phenomenal Woman. Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to a fashion woman's size. Uh Uh-oh. But when I start to tell them they think I'm telling lies, I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman, that's me. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honey to bees, I say. It's the fire in my eyes and the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist and the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Phenomenal woman? Yeah, that's me. Men themselves wonder what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, The ride of my breast, the grace of my style. I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Phenomenally, phenomenal woman, that's me. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud, I say. It's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palm of my hand, the need of my care. Because I'm a woman. Yep. Phenomenally. Phenomenal woman. That would be me. And that is by the Miss Maya Angela.
2: No question, babe. That's by every time you hear it it's fired. No question about it. Now, babe, we got some uh questions from the listeners and comments also that we want to share with them. Why don't you uh do the
1: Oh, questions and comments again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, here we go. Doug and Jackie, please give me three tips to stand faithful to my mate as I find it very difficult with so much temptation out there, even though I know that AIDS, and that's A-I-D-S, everybody, is rampant in all the communities, and it is life or death. I still battle being monogamous. And this is from Kim in Houston, Texas. I don't know, Kim, if you really wanted your name out there, but you did say go ahead and put it, so I shared that with y'all.
2: They might find her. Uh, You know what? I'm going to give her three. Trust love and communication that doesn't get any better than that if you can do that and i always have to add respect in there but trust love and communication is at the top
1: and i would have to most definitely say respect not just other people but you got to respect yourself and um fear (laughs) you don't want aids you don't want anything that's out there that's not healthy and you know um commitment and i say commitment to yourself and the fact that your body is your temple and it should be treated right now i know i eat candy so don't say oh well you're abusing your body i'm talking about sexually um let's keep it real keep yourself special for that special someone whoever that is and i know it's hard but it's going to always be some handsome person or some gorgeous girl with a nice shape and this and that and you know, this is for everybody out there. Just you know, try to have let your mind go deeper than that. It should always be on the next thing you're gonna do that's gonna be positive, and be an addition to the world in a good way, and not selfish and um, immature because some of that could be. But you know, you're gonna find yourself sometimes in that kind of a mood, and then hopefully you got a significant other to share that with. So that's what I would say next, baby.
2: No question. Well, I got Michael from Oakland, California, and he says, Doug. Do you know these things about Jackie, and if so, what are the answers uh, right now without you asking her? So I'm just going to go ahead, and he gave me a little list here, and it says her favorite color, that would be black. Her favorite movie, well, uh, Michael, it changes because we watch a lot of movies, and every time afterwards, she's oh, my new favorite. Uh, her favorite date, you took her on, uh, we have a place here, it's called Ralph's uh, Barbecue place, uh, they serve great food. I know she liked that. Uh, her favorite time of the day, bedtime, and it's not like that. She just likes it when it's time to lay down. Oh, okay. You? Her favorite candy would be, well, you can't call it candy, but we're going to call it dibs. She's just loving those. And those, that tit, really, they should be <laughs> called candy. They shouldn't call them an a ice cream treat.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You answered them all correct, honey. Um, my favorite movie right now would have to be... Hmm. All see? of the born supremacy identity, so it's like a series of movies, but all of those.
2: I told y'all she can't pin down. <laughs> she changes.
1: She that changes me. No, that would have to be it. And number three, this same gentleman asked me and Jackie the same questions for you about Doug. So let me see if I can get this right. His favorite color would be green. His yep. favorite movie would be *Pulp Fiction*. I might Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's right <laughs> about right. Uh-huh. um his favorite date he t- we went on um would have to be god it's been so many i would have to say in jamaica one of the first times we went I yeah think. i'm on okay um her his favorite time of day would have to be morning because he likes to get up and start his day and do all kinds of positive stuff and work out i think uh, i'm not i'm not <laughs> his favorite candy would have to be dark chocolate um really good dark chocolate, so it has to be healthy, organic, um, from a health food store that only his friend Tyrone can go and get him. When I buy him candy, he will not eat it, but when his friend does, he knows the right kind. I think these they're like these chocolate bars. What are they,
2: babe? Uh, Tyrone just has a bad sweet tooth, so he goes <laughs> and gets some good stuff.
1: He gets the good stuff. Okay, and so that's what I would have to say. Thank you for that question. That's sweet. Next we got
2: i got uh, is it true that you guys had 13 weddings as i read your book no ordinary love and i think it's awesome if it's true that comes from nina in chicago and we appreciate that thank you it is very very true also
1: that's sweet and remember everybody to try to spread the love in your life and others life every day others lives oh that was a tongue twister and you know just keep it real be sweet be nice be kind if somebody bothers you Clown them. You have to. You have to just put them in their place. Don't take they crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
2: you know what time it is when we hear that music. It was time to bring in the one and only whistle. Basketball, and well, you baby. know, it is March, and the madness is in full swing, and it is Destination Detroit. That is what they're calling this final for this year. What's
0: happening with you, man? Oh, man, I'm navigating through the traffic and a lot of wet weather in Seattle. It's just a typical day. What do you know?
2: Well, let's jump right in. Early Missouri and Connecticut. Uh, Connecticut, uh, to me, it was an impressive performance, but they stamped the first ticket to the Final Four. What did you think about that game with Connecticut?
0: Well, uh, obviously, uh, they look solid. And the thing now with all the teams that's left is, you try to find a reason that they shouldn't go on when uh, you don't uh, focus enough on the things that they do well. Uh, obviously, uh, they do enough to to move them on to the uh, to the dance uh, and to keep them dancing. So, obviously, they're a competitive team. Uh, they don't get a lot of credit for uh, probably the team play and, and some of the, the concepts they have defensively. And, obviously, you know they're anchored by the beat. But uh you know, obviously in coaching uh is involved there too, because you gotta give the coach some credit for what he's doing with the talent that he has. And so, uh, hey, first and foremost all you can do is work with what you have and they're doing a great job of it.
2: No question. Their freshman guard, Walker, stepped up today from New York City and played really, really big when I really think that they needed it the most. He got aggressive and and pretty much took it to the street, if you want to say, because they couldn't really do anything with him, and I really think that was the turning point in that game today. So Connecticut stamps the first ticket going to Detroit. Now Villanova and Pitt, that game, I believe, is still going on as we speak. And can we say the Big East is back when you see two, well, they have four of the 18, teams in the Elite Eight are from the Big East. Would you say the Big East is back, Whistle?
0: Well, obviously the Big East is playing a a tough brand of basketball right now, and first and foremost, I'd like to give President Obama a lot of credit for his picks because his bracket is looking awfully wonderful right now. I've crumpled mine up, ladies and (laughs) gentlemen. I
2: think think, Obama has some inside information. That's how he did so well. What do you think about
0: that, Whistle? Uh, maybe he called the shot. Uh, obviously, he's over there on the East Coast, and we could say that he's being a little bit biased in some of his comments that he made about the Pac-10 and the type of brand of basketball that was being played out here. But obviously, uh, uh, he's been watching it pretty well. He is a hoop player himself, and uh, he's assessed it uh, pretty well so far.
2: Well, you know, Villanova-Pitt, I really think that this could go either way. Um, Obviously, Villanova has found their confidence and really found their stride. They're playing really, really good basketball. Uh, Pitt played well early in the season, and they really haven't played well, but they they played well enough to win, and you really can't uh, snub them for that. So with these conference games, though, you know that those games can go either way because just that, they're conference games, and those are the hardest ones to win. Uh, Who you got in this one?
0: You know what? Pittsburgh is a is a tough team to deny, but I just really have a problem with the lapses that they have offensively. With that being said, uh, Villanova plays extremely aggressive, and they play pretty much the same way on the other side of the ball. So uh, I'm going with Villanova to get an upset in this one. I know that Pittsburgh was originally depicted uh, high by most of America to be a figure a final four team, but I'm gonna go with Villanova to get the upset.
2: I, I, I kinda think uh I agree with you. I really was impressed with with both of the teams. I thought Pittsburgh well wasn't doing a lot. Villanova has really, really come into their own. Those games were obviously today, Saturday's games. Tomorrow, Sunday, some big, big hitters. We got Oklahoma First North Carolina, two-storied, you know, universities, uh, big-time players. The power-forward matchup, I'm going to let you speak on this one. Griffin versus Hansborough, uh, what do you think? This is going to be a good one, a dandy, and I I truly think that the guard play is going to decide this game. But Griffin versus Hansborough, what do you see there? Uh,
0: This is going to be, obviously, one that's for the ages, one that you'll – you know, be looking forward to in the NBA someday. We're talking about uh, a couple of the the biggest talents in college basketball right now and some of the two of the, if not two of the premier uh, college and pro-to-pro prospects. So uh, it's going to be a a big one. The only thing that I'm just hoping is that the refs don't get in the way and let them go at it and and, and really, you know, establish what's going to happen next.
2: Yeah, I, I truly think that this is, like you said, it's going to be a really good game. I, I, I think I'm going to go I, – I it's hard to say because – but I think the guard play is going to decide, and I think North Carolina has the better guard play. But Griffin is an animal. If you watched him the other night, did you see when
0: he hit his head on the backboard dunking the ball? No, it's a, it, there's no doubt. <laughs> he is obviously a specimen. He is very, very talented. Uh, physically. But, you know, again, this is a team sport, and uh, what you alluded to earlier in terms of the guard play, guard play is huge. They have a very good guard on the other side, uh, and we're talking about Mr. Lawson for North Carolina, So, um, I, and I, I tend to swing that way a little bit. Um, I, I really like the brand the ball they're playing right now, and obviously they knocked out Gonzaga and everybody else I have, so uh, I got to go ahead and drive with North Carolina. <laughs> Line, I
2: guess. Yeah, you, know, you know what happens with that whistle. As soon as you, yeah, they've knocked out everybody that you want, now you go with them, and Oklahoma beats the holy crap out of them. But we will watch that. The whistle says, uh, North Carolina, keep your eyes there. And the last matchup, the last person punching their ticket going to Detroit will be a Michigan native, Michigan State versus Louisville. Now, this is going to be the heck of a game, because Michigan State, bruising style, hitting the boards, defense. Uh, you got guard Calvin Lucas, defense. Can he handle Louisville pressure, though? Because that's what Louisville brings, is they bring do you remember uh, the old Arkansas teams They used to say uh, 48 minutes of hell or whatever? They, this is what Louisville brings. They pressure you the whole game, and can Michigan State handle it, Whistle?
0: You know, and that's a challenge. Uh, you have to be determined. Uh, they uh, obviously, every team, that it, it seems like since the that the tournament uh, championship has been crumbling under the pressure that Louisville has been able to put on. Uh, Terrence Williams has been playing uh, phenomenally well for him in terms of leading their team and not, you know, particularly one area, but just in team play, making the right plays for the team, coming up with rebounds. Uh, and then at the same time putting up big number games. So, uh, I really like uh, Louisville's chances right now. That's not to say that Michigan State uh, obviously they have a great chance because they're here and they got to play the game. But I just really think that Patino's got his team uh, playing like a bunch of savages the right way. If you understand what I'm saying, they're out there, they're scrapping, and they're they're trying to trying to shape their own destiny right now. And it seems like they're playing with purpose. So uh, I, I got to go with Louisville.
2: You, you are not lying, Wizzle, and I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. I'm going to say the winner of this game wins the national championship. That's what, that's what I think. I think that whoever can come out of this one alive is going to have the momentum. They're going to be feeling good about themselves, and they will be the national champions. Champion. So Louisville for the whistle, and, and I'm really liking Louisville. But uh, Michigan State, like you said, they have a chance. They have some big guys that hit the go- mm-hmm. hit the boards. Their defense is superb. But uh, Louisville has some very very skilled players. Obviously, 206 Terrence Williams, Rainier Beach High School. I'll leave that alone. But Stay he there. is playing <laughs> he is playing fantastic basketball, and this is going to be a game to watch. So tomorrow. Do not miss it everybody. You can go to CBS Sports dot com, check out everything that's going on with the tournament. Also NCAA.com. They have replays more everything that you want to see, Destination Detroit, Final Four. This weekend it will be decided. All tickets will be punched. And for those basketball connoisseurs out there, because I know there are some basketball connoisseurs, if you saw earlier the D2 National Championship was decided today, Cal Poly Pomona versus Findlay, uh, overtime game, and Findlay won and they are the national champion, Wizzle, with a record of 36 and 0. And to all our listeners out there, I just want you to know that the last team that went undefeated, they went 33 and 0, and they were from Cal State Bakersfield. And one of our announcers, and it wouldn't be me, would have been a player on that team, Wizzle. Uh, well, what do you think about 36 and 0 after you went 33 and
0: 0, there, partner? God dang
3: it!
0: <laughs> I'm not hating. You know what? Sometimes when teams play the right way, you go out and 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 it, it, it's a long process, but it it starts in practice. It, it starts with running lines. It starts with establishing relationships together off the court. And when you got those type of things going, uh, you're a tough unit to beat. And obviously they played as a unit, and with a record like that, 36-0, that's absolutely phenomenal. Hey, you got to uh, take tip your hat to them without a doubt. No question about it. Well, everybody, basketball,
2: this is the weekend, Final Four. Check it out. We will be coming to you next weekend, Saturday, same time, same place. The Whistle will be here. Hopefully his predictions will be on point. Wizzle, get in the phone booth and get out of that weather, man. We'll see you next week.
0: Will do. I'm in it to get me some steamed oysters, Tabasco, and a rib. I'm out. Uh, that
1: sounds good. He said Tabasco. Everybody, you guys, guess what? It's that time, and we want to thank you for joining us. Okay? That's a little bit of James Fox titled Overdose. But um, you heard Roscoe Umayah on with us say he's fabulous. Go to his nice. had it and we're addicted to, make. Deep, deep, deep to
3: what we had, Respect. heart rate slow, fading fast, vitals low, might not last, strapped
0: down while sirens ring, holding on, trying to breathe, not like